Hello everyone and welcome to Side Dish. This is an IFT podcast that dishes up perspectives in multiple disciplines relating to the science of food and developing your career in a rapidly changing professional ecosystem. I'm your host, Bruce Perkin. Today, we have a special treat for you. As we get the opportunity to have some fun conversation with five food science students. A number of IFT student members joined a week-long hackathon type event with the objective of providing potential solutions for food waste. Today, we're joined by the winning team of that hackathon, the Foodie Pal team. This team designed the concept of an app which acts as a social media community to help redistribute food waste. Really impressive stuff. Our aim is not only to learn about their experience with the hackathon, but also take the opportunity to chat about their experiences of virtual learning through the pandemic and the unique opportunities that 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 has given them to explore new skills. So first, let me start by congratulating you all on a great project and really fantastic presentation. I was fortunate enough to be an invited guest for the presentation and really enjoyed hearing about your proposed app and and the clever way you presented it. So well done to everyone, it was um, really amazing. So to get us going today, as this was truly a global effort and you as a team have come from lots of different places in the world, I wanna ask each of you to introduce yourselves, who you are, where in the world you're coming from and, and what are you as an individual currently working on? So let's start with you, Chandrima. Where are you from? Hello. So um, I'm Chandrima and I'm from uh, Switzerland at the moment, uh, in the middle of all the cheese and chocolate, uh, pursuing my PhD in food science. Right. And so uh, you, are you originally from, from that area of the world or are you somewhere else originally? No, no. I am originally from India and then um, I've been in Switzerland for the last five years pursuing my master's and then uh, a, a PhD here. Uh, very nice. Again, just underline the, uh, the, the truly international uh, nature of, of this effort that, that was going on. So, so, Nigel, how about you? How about you can tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're currently working on today? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I'm Nigel. I'm originally from Malaysia, but currently I'm pursuing a master's degree at the University of Minnesota, Twin Cities. I'm in my first year and I'm studying oat proteins. Um, So a lot of like uh, food chemistry work. I'm under the supervision of Dr. Ishmael. Marcella, can I ask you to introduce yourself and where you're calling from and what you're doing now in in your studies at school? Well, I am a student from Honduras. I'm currently studying on somewhat on a university, which is also located in Honduras. I am studying food science and technology. Currently, I just finished my junior year and on January of 2022 I'm starting I'm starting my senior year. How about you Sophia? Where are you calling from and what are you currently working on or studying? I am from Honduras. I I was working in the United States in Auburn University but now for holidays I am in Honduras. On January 17 I I will work with my advisor Dr. Amit Mori that he helped us to in the team of hackathon. So I will work in in poultry processing. 
Wonderful. Very good. Now to you, Fawaz. Perhaps you can tell us a little bit about where you're from and uh, what you're currently working on. Thank you, Bruce. I am Fawaz from Benin, a small country in West Africa. But uh, right now I'm studying food chemistry at Shinshu University in Japan. And again, yet another uh, really fantastic international story. Um, So can you tell everyone how this team came together? I'd like to understand how you found each other and and when you did, what was the experience like of working together virtually? Nigel, why don't you lead us off this time? Yeah, sure. So we all originally were just students and we, uh, we got into this call about uh, food waste, learning about food waste, and um, it is a hackathon organized by the IFT International Division. So how we formed our team was actually by chance. Um, we were randomly assigned teams. Um, all the students that participated in the hackathon were randomly assigned teams. And yeah, we magically uh, got together. And yeah, we turns out that we are composed of a very international um, backgrounds. Um, so yeah, that, that was the story of how we got our team assembled. Right. So, so very chance-based. So Fawaz, can you tell us a little bit about some of the challenges that you ran into given that you none of you knew each other and you just randomly assigned? How, how did that pan out for you as, in terms of challenges? Oh, challenges. I would say I really enjoyed, you know, because uh, for me, um, meeting new people, um, sharing uh, experiences, uh, it's really something I, I, I love. So the challenge would be um, the time zone, you know, the time difference between each of us. So sometimes we will suggest like some ideas and um, I can remember that, for example, giving like random ideas and some of the members will agree. But at the end, we'll say, OK, why not just um, uh, sleep on it, which is funny, by the way, because I just woke up. But <laughs> some of the other <laughs> members will go to bed. And yeah, but it was really, really funny. And uh, I enjoy being part of that team. So, so Chirinda, can you tell tell us, Chirinda Mark, can you tell us a little more about um, the things that you found fun about working with this international group of uh, fellow students? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, of course. Uh, firstly, I have to admit that this was a lovely group to have. When teams are normally formed by chance, it's uh, sort of difficult to find people who get along well and are able to exchange a lot of ideas, have insightful discussions. Uh, but I think with this group, it was really nice. Um, and, and the challenge that you mentioned was, uh, uh, like Fava has pointed out correctly, the time zones, because these were really crazy. Uh, we were from different parts of the world. So, uh, yeah, I remember having these midnight conversations and rushing at the last minute. But I think in the end, the thrill of this whole experience of a week coming up with a nice idea, putting it into action was, I guess, the most fun part. Uh, especially peaking up towards the end when we were really running out of time and had mm. to uh, consolidate on, on a good uh, idea. So why did you join that in the first place? What, what, what motivated you to join the hackathon? 
for me, it was more uh, an experience to exchange ideas, meet nice people, uh, share uh, insights, discussions, and, and and the fact that this was an international event uh, made it stand out because then I get to interact with students from across the world, which otherwise would have been uh, really not possible. And, and I personally really enjoy these uh, hackathon sort of events because it pushes us to think uh, to really think fast and and think practical and and with the stress and so on, I, I think the thrill is really nice. Right. So, so Nigel, what what motivated you to join? So when I first heard about it, um, it was about food waste and part of the reason why I'm doing research on uh, plant proteins or oat protein specifically was because I was interested in um, sustainability issues, especially when it comes to food. And I thought this was very appropriate, um, a food waste um, hackathon. And me being a naturally curious individual. Um, and this was happening in the middle of a semester, by the way. <laughs> just, just when you thought you had nothing else to do, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and when I saw it, I was really interested. And I, and I took this opportunity, knowing that it was, it was held by the international division mm. of IFT. I, I was sure that I was going to meet people from all around the world. I love meeting new people and I, and I wanted to go outside my comfort zone um, and everything is held online. So um, it doesn't, it wasn't, it didn't seem too much of a high commitment at the time. Um, so I just joined in and yeah, and that's, that's what happened. So Sophia, I wonder if you could tell us about your motivations for joining this hackathon opportunity. Well, my principal motivation was that um, I was a pre uh, the president of a food science club in my university. So like a food science club, we have to participate in activities of, of IFT. So uh, the hackathon, uh, I said, um, it will be great that I can participate in this activity because I am the president of the food science club, so I can participate. So. I participated and then I I invited to other person of the of the same food science club and then we participate and uh, then the other person of the food science participate in other uh, competition and in another participate because they they like it the the hackathon. Mm, very good. So far was you, you, what were your motivations? Do you, do you have a, a, a different approach to this? So I had uh, three uh, motivations. The first related to my background, like where I'm coming from. I'm coming from a place uh, where 32% of children under five suffer from malnutrition. And a couple of years ago in my studies, food chemistry, uh, and during a seminar, I came across with the concept of food waste hunger paradox, which is, seems to be one of the great paradox of our time. Um, basically, the amount of food waste could be used to reverse the curve of the hung hunger. I strongly believe that uh, each of us has a role to play in this global food issue. So I wanted to do my part. I wanted to be engaged and I participated to the hackathon. The second reason, um, is related to the fact that I'm always excited, you know, when I, it comes to networking, meeting new people, sharing 
experiences. And lastly, I like to tell myself that I'm contributing to save the world. You know, I was like, oh, let's do this. Let's save the world. Yeah, those were my motivations. Excellent. Excellent. So have you as a team stayed in contact with each other since the end of the hackathon? So Fawaz, can you tell us a little bit about what what further contact you've had with your other team members since the hackathon fin- finished? Yes, we did keep in touch. Of course, uh, being in different time zones is challenging, but uh, <laughs> we are all motivated to make a meaningful impact. That's why we even created um, a 44 pages on uh social media, Instagram and Facebook. And if you allow me, I would like to invite everyone and also invite the other teams which participated in the hackathon to join us in raising awareness about food waste, food loss. Right. So so if someone's interested, they can uh, search for Foodie Pal on, uh, on one of those social media sites? Facebook, yeah. Okay. Just tap Foodie Pal. And yeah, I think you will see some <laughs> information and some posts about it. Very good. Very good. So if we transition a little bit to the challenges that you've all faced as students during the last 12 months or so when, when we've been, most things that we've been doing have been virtual. So I know certainly I found my work in in the virtual space fairly challenging. So as a student, what was the greatest challenges that you've had to deal with and and resolve during this uh, challenging time? So Nigel, how about you lead us off with that one? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think one of the biggest challenges would probably be obviously early in the pandemic when it was the whole world was transitioning into this uh, online world. And at the time in uh, around March last year, um, it was in the middle of the semester and it was really frustrating uh, to have that happen uh, because with our classes, I especially like lab classes, for example, um, classes that are hands-on, um, we weren't able to get into the lab and, and work um, practically. A lot of it, a lot of it were, were kind of like delayed and it was done in such a way that it's online. For example, there would be demonstrations for one of my classes, um, fermentation classes, there would be demonstrations, but demonstrations are demonstrations. We weren't able to be hands-on with it. So sort of changing the curriculum was a little bit stressful with the pandemic. Each of the classes that I was taking had to kind of have a shift in the curriculum and how exams are going to be conducted and it was just mainly the uncertainties that um, we were facing at the time but as soon as things gone better people have transitioned to kind of like the online world it definitely gotten better when things were more organized so so nigel's kind of poking at the concept that you know maybe there's even some advantages with having now had some um deep immersion in the virtual space that's maybe set us up for something positive. So how about Chandramar, can you help us understand from your perspective, what positives you saw from being forced to move into a a virtual space for a period of time? How has that maybe helped you? Um, 
yes i think um, there have been a few positives as well firstly i guess it's a bit interaction it's increased the geographic domain of interaction for example this hackathon i imagine if it were uh, not virtual i wouldn't have met people across the globe and and so on and and i think it also taught us a few new tools for example um making meetings more productive using virtual whiteboards and and tools like that and and although we missed the human touch with the small talk conversations and so on i think we still managed to at some point uh work efficiently despite uh being at home so i i i think it's a good way to approach the problem as a balance between working from home as well as meeting people in person and i think uh with this transition period maybe that uh becomes better and better right so so far as it i think most of us would have an impression of the region of the the world where you come from where maybe the internet is not quite as strong or reliable as as other parts of of the world how, how did you find working through the virtual uh, need to to collaborate and work with others did did that form some challenges for you or or did you see opportunities there as well yeah i think it's a great opportunity but i really had the um, i don't know if i can say opportunity or chance to really try this because i was stranded in some part of the world because of the pandemic for more than 8 month without like uh, being able to go back to japan for my experiment mm-hmm. so i had to do anything online and as you said the internet is not like really uh as good as it would if i was in japan but we tried like with what we had and I think this is also a good lesson for um we who are coming from uh, developing countries because we know that uh, in the future we have to um put effort in technologies new technologies and internet so yeah right. it was quite challenging So beyond that the hackathon and your participation in that what other sorts of um, extracurricular activities do 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 you each get involved in so Fawaz tell me about about uh, the sorts of things that you do aside from the hackathon and and your studies particularly I guess uh, I think you're back, back based in Japan again tell me a little bit about some of the things that you get involved in So after the hackathon I was fortunate to be invited to give some talk about food waste in some high schools even at my like university mm, right uh to some undergrad students you know without being an expert I just try to gather information and share also my personal um experience I remember telling them that in my family back home when we have some chicken dish or um fish dish we eat it all we don't spare even <laughs> bones and I remember some of the students will just look at me with those eyes wondering are you guys that hungry that you need to eat even chicken bones <laughs> no i mean there are people that are hungry uh, all around the world but the point is that's part of our uh, cultural identity so i really had fun like um 
with this kind of extracurricular activity and learning along the way. That's interesting. So you, you, what you've found from being involved in the, the hackathon is you've now been sought out as somebody who, who knows a little bit, a bit about this uh, food waste subject and, and maybe um, used as a, uh, let's say, an expert in, and to, to talk to others. So I hope so. Yes. <laughs> So, so, Nigel, have you, have you found something similar or, or what, what are you finding subsequent to the hackathon? Are you you're finding that you're still getting referenced in that area? Yeah, the hackathon definitely opened my eyes a lot about the food issues that are occurring globally. Um, I think a lot about food waste. Uh, when we talk about food waste, we also have to talk a lot about um, nutrition and making sure people are being fed well and gaining optimal nutrition, not being undernourished and um, overnourished uh, as well. So I have, at least in the past year or so, I have, uh, I have created an Instagram page, sort of like an educational page. Because um, I know on Instagram right now, there are a lot of pages, um, like interest pages about different topics. Um, so my brother and I, we created a page about um, health issues. We talk about like food, food health issues and nutrition tips and stuff like that to uh, maintain nourished. And we create posts where we have small little ideas and small little notes about nutrition. And yeah, we were able to get some following a little bit from our friends uh, and some people that we, we don't know as well. And it was, it was really fun. It was a really great experience um, learning about graphic design and uh, managing a social media right. page. Um, so that was, that was really great. Do you think that's something that you would have done regardless of the hackathon or do you think that this, you were stimulated to sort of explore that given the experiences you had? It definitely did um, stimulate my interest, uh, kind of uh, spark a bigger fire. Um, so yeah, it definitely helped with the hackathon, knowing that it's such a, a big issue now um, after going through the ha uh, hackathon, that food waste is, is extremely huge and it's something that needs to be addressed in the world. Mm -hmm. So Chandramar, can I ask you to tell us what you learned from being involved in the hackathon that you will take through to your next opportunity? How, how has it changed the way that, um, that you're now working? Yes, of course. I think one of the biggest takeaways I had from this hackathon was that um, being a scientist, I work a lot on science stuff, uh, finding solutions from the perspective of science that can solve problems. But I guess one of the key issues is that we need to communicate this well with, uh, with the broader audience, reach people, find effective ways to communicate our science, through media that's actually more easy to understand. It could be an app, it could be social media or a website or even a film for that matter. And I think one of my biggest takeaways is uh, exactly this, that um, all the nice science that we do, it is important to find a way to get it through to the people. Mm -hmm. So for other students that are out there or, or other food scientists that are out there, who might be interested in participating in one of these uh, future events, 
What's the key reason that they ought to uh, have, a, have in the back of their mind to be considering as they're wondering whether this is the right thing for them? So, Farwes, perhaps you can, can help us with that. What, what is it that you would want to tell somebody who is thinking about joining one of these sorts of uh, international hackathon events? I will say that um, it's a great and unique opportunity to meet new people to uh, receive like some insights from different perspectives. And I think it's really important as far as science is concerned. And for me, it was uh, a, a great, great opportunity because I became more humble about my own research and I can easily like um, ask someone who is not in my field, like, what do you think about this? And, you know, it's like a great, a great opportunity to, to, to learn, you know, with people from different backgrounds. So I will advise like, Go for it, definitely. <laughs> a nice positive message. How about you, Nigel? What, what what did you want people that would be considering this opportunity to know about it in, in order to help them make their decision? I would tell students that are considering to just go with it. If you're already considering, um, you should just go with it. Go with your gut. Step outside your comfort zone. Be open to different experiences and meeting new people. I think it really is a great way to get yourself exposed out there and just to make new connections and interact with people from different backgrounds, different places, and probably different fields of expertise. It's a great way to get information and just don't be nervous. Um, everything is a learning experience. If you make mistakes, if you uh, mess up, it's okay. Uh, just be open about it and be curious and be open to learn. Be curious and open. I think that's a really uh, nice, good life lessons right there. How about you, Marcella? Would you recommend this competition? Did you really get a lot out of it? Definitely, definitely. I will definitely, I definitely recommend it. I feel like it helps you to understand, to see, and to compare different points of view. And it's a mind opener. It's a door opener, and um, it's definitely something that's worth it. Chandrama, uh, I, I wonder if you could help us understand or help the organizers, more, more importantly, understand of this or similar events, what are the top things they should try to keep in mind as they're setting these events up? What would you like them to make sure they kept and maybe what they could adapt to maybe improve going forward? Tell, tell me about what message you want to give the organizers. Um, well, I think it was a very well organized event, despite uh, despite the geographic and time limitations that we had. I think what would be nice is maybe to have a few more sessions uh, in the middle of the week that could perhaps open up our minds a bit more about the issues that we're facing. So we're or perhaps a few more exchanges with the other teams mm. because uh, at this time we were just having discussions with each other. So maybe this could be a, a, a good step. Uh, but I think altogether it was still quite nice considering that it was one of the first virtual events that 
were organized in this way. Yeah, and and given it was pretty much the first one that had been done, I think it's pretty important for us to, you know, think about the things that went really, really well and maybe were a bit challenged. So, so Fawaz, can you give us your sense of what you would give the feedback you'd give to the organizers? I was pretty amazed by the organization because it was the first time they're organizing this and uh, I know that many students were involved in this so um, like uh, Chandrima I will just suggest like to give us more um, time to discuss especially in weekend because during uh, the week times um, as we are students we have classes and uh, it's really difficult to 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 get together and yeah otherwise i think um it was great great i would just say bravo to the organizing uh, team and <laughs> right yeah. bravo to the organizing team hallelujah to that that's very good as we wrap up today you as a as a group had a wonderful opportunity to focus deeply on the, on the bigger issue of food waste and I think that sets you into a frame of mind that maybe you might be able to help the wider audience get a better sense of the challenge of food waste, both from a, a positive point of view in terms of the opportunity that presents us as all as food scientists, plus the um, the challenging uh, issue of what we as uh, as consumers might be able to do or, or um, food processors might be able to do. Have you ever thought about, uh, as you went through this process, what message you'd want to send back to um, general consumers or food processors or farmers about how we need as a society to come together to address the challenge of food waste? So, Nigel, would you like to try that? Yeah, definitely. I think um, at least coming from a consumer's perspective, we consumers, we go to the grocery stores, um, and especially in developed countries, we see that everything is laid out for you. Everything is ready to be uh, sold and um, consumed. I think it's important to keep in mind that a lot of the food in these grocery stores are eventually going to waste. And in fact, I'm sure many people already know, and many many even don't, that um, 30% of um, food in the U.S. gets wasted. 30% of absolutely perfectly fine consumable food goes to waste in the U.S. And that is a lot considering the amount of food that we produce. Everything is produced in such a massive scale. And when we consider that, I think it's important for us to take that information and use that information to help reduce food waste in our daily lives. So that means like what Fawa said earlier, when you go to restaurants or when you cook food, it's important to make good use of it because you've already bought the food and you try to make sure to consume at least like most of the food, at least 90% to 100% of the food. Yeah, just being aware of that and informing others, communicating about the problem, making sure that it is something huge and it requires efforts from everyone to curb this issue. Mm, mm. So 
Cherinma, can you maybe give us your view on uh, what you what messages you would like to give the wider community about what you learned during this hackathon that maybe could be useful for us going forward? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I completely agree with what Nigel also said that it's uh, uh, a collective effort. Um, And our food travels a long distance to reach us, right from the farms and then to distributors, retailers, and then the consumers. And I think as as an individual, it's really important that we zoom out of this problem a little bit because um, one fruit thrown away may not seem to be such a big problem, but if every household throws away this fruit, um, it really is a big problem. And, and I just want people to understand that every drop counts because in the end, all these drops together are making this ocean of a food waste problem. Right. And Farwaz, you bring a, a, a completely different lens to this with your um, African background and, and, of course, now living and working in, in Japan. It, that, that's a, a very different perspective from the, you know, the US perspective, for example. What, what would you, what messages would you like to give the folks that you interact with in terms of what you learn about food waste? So I would like to ask like the general audience, the consumer, the producers, the farmers that um, we should be thinking not only about ourselves but also um, the planet, we should be also thinking about those people who are in need and be less selfish because while we are wasting food, there are people who are really craving for this. And while we are wasting food, we should be thinking about all the resources that have been used to produce those um, food. So, yeah, let's all be um, aware and take response. Sorry, let's all be responsible for our own action toward food and let's uh, preserve and use food efficiently. Very good message. Thank you very much, Fawaz. So, I think that leads us to the end of today and I wanted to uh, thank the Foodie Pal team and congratulate them one more time for their win. Um, the Foodie Pal team, of course, is comprised of Fawaz Bagadu from uh, Shinsu University in Japan, Chirindama Shirastava, now based in Switzerland but originally from India, uh, Nigel Kang from the University of Minnesota in the US, Sophia Serrera from uh, Honduras and Marcela Silva from Honduras. So thank you everyone for your time today and sharing your experiences with with us. And I really have enjoyed learning uh, from you and hearing about all the amazing work you've been doing. And thank you also to our listeners. If anyone listening today is interested in finding out about more about the IFT Student Association or even joining a future hackathon, then please jump onto the IFT website at ift.org and type in hackathon, student association, or whatever subject you're interested in into the search box. Thanks also to the IFT staff who make this podcast happen and who are key to facilitating this student hackathon as well as many other IFT events. If you're enjoying the side dish, 
Please let us know by leaving a review where you source your podcasts or by posting on IFT Connect. Why not subscribe to the podcast so future episodes automatically get loaded into your podcast player. Thank you for listening to Side Dish. I'm your host, Bruce Perkin. Have a great day, everyone.